Welcome to the Hamboy School Podcast with your host, Gilkristin Boyo, George Bakazi, and Paul Muser. Let's have a show. Okay, so today we will be talking about recent school shootings, white supremacist propaganda on college campuses, and what's been happening in Congress. All right, Paul, you want to start us off? Yeah, so to start off with the school shootings, so on February 1st of this year, you know, just a few days ago, a campus in uh, Los Angeles called Belmont High School, actually, quite, um, quite coincidentally, mm-hmm. they had a school shooting, and like two 15-year-olds were shot. And uh, actually, it was on like the middle school, but th- the same, uh, same, oh, same yeah. school system. Yeah. We're restarting. <laughs> oh, oh. No, don't undermine him like that. That's no, like... No, right. but I'm just straining the no, facts because yeah, we don't want to take yeah, fake news. Just read the right thing. Okay, I don't, I don't want to start this. Actually, I have to start this one off. I'll start it off. Um, Paul, actually, move your arm. You're not... I'm alpha. Okay, fine. <laughs> right. Okay, let's, let's go. Let's go, let's go. You don't play the music first? Yeah, I know. I just got to find the spot. George, look up to the camera while like, yeah, yeah. Turn, yeah. Welcome to the Hamboy Oh man. Boop. Welcome to the Hamboy School Podcast with your host, Gil Christian Boyer. George Bakazi. And Paul Muser. Let's have a show. All right, so today we will be talking about recent school shootings, white supremacist propaganda on college campuses. And what's been happening in Congress? Who would like who would like yeah. to start us off? All right, so let's start off with the school shootings. So, I mean, as we've seen, there's been like the most school shootings in the first two months of a year ever, and yeah. And so this was uh, this happened in Belmont High School, which is a it's, which is a it's not actually a high school; it's a middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, the apparently it was two fifteen year olds were shot, and a twelve year old um, is in custody following the incident at the middle school. Yeah, so this is in Los Angeles. Um, keep in mind. So um, it, it happened at the middle school, uh, uh, Sal Castro Middle School, and it was just like in the same uh, same schooling system as the uh, Belmont High School. Yeah, well, this was actually unintentional, right? So the so uh, the police think it was unintentional. We don't know that for sure. We don't know that yet. As it says, um, two the students were let out, and the two fifteen year olds well well they were, they were released, but the twelve year old is still in custody. Yeah, what they believe though is that the gun might have gone off in her backpack, which is quite curious. I don't get how that would have. Yeah, worked. so I was reading that online, and it didn't make too much sense to me because you know. Uh, five people were injured with this incident. Mm-hmm. And so f- for five people to get injured and two people, you know, getting shot by bullet just by a, a gun going off in a bag seems, I don't know, rather yeah, unlikely to me. We've I, also been seeing this in more and more schools across the nation where it's not unintentional. And it's... Like school shootings that yeah, it's, are it's, yeah, it's actually been, be, been becoming a trend. No, but I think if it, if it was a 12-year-old or a 15-year-old, I, you never know. With accidents, they mm-hmm. happen. They could maybe play with the gun. They're not, their intent is not to harm anyone. But yeah. they could accidentally press pull the trigger and maybe end up end up um, injuring people. So I think we we have to keep in mind that you know they were young kids. I don't know why they had a gun in the first place. Yeah, th- that's what I was going to say. <laughs> the big question: Why do twelve and fifteen mm-hmm. year olds get access to guns? So that's the bigger question here. It's quite interesting because <clears throat> yeah, Los Angeles also has a lot of like anti gun laws too, right? It's yeah, but a- but first I just wanted to say like why was this kid bringing a gun to school in the first place? Yeah, right. And, and the big thing is that the school did not have enough metal detectors and, and not enough searching. Like, mm. we're not allowed to bring guns, to, not even, we're not allowed to bring any form of weapons, any sharp objects to our school. I don't know why. Well, to be honest, I don't think, I, I, like, it's crazy to, for me to think that, like, a school has to have, like, daily checks, you know, for guns. Yeah, that's I mean, what we're seeing. Crazy. 
LA County is actually the place where they have the most um, checks, right? They, they, yeah. they, no, they, they require like checks, um, random checks every day. Yeah, but the, uh, the, a lot of parents of the, of, the, of the students that go to this school say that there's a lot of gang related violence, there's a lot of yeah. gang activity in this mm-hmm. area. And stuff like you witness just around the neighborhood. So, I mean, that stuff. definitely could be a way that these kids are getting access to those guns. We don't know that yet. I, personally, I don't know that. So, w- you never know. I think we have to keep it in mind. It, it does, it seems a little ridiculous that, you know, 12-year-olds and 15-year-olds are getting access to guns, but we, we don't know the full, um, the full story and why they have guns in the mm-hmm. first place. But it's interesting to see how the, um, the law enforcement is going to react to this because we should not be worrying about um, getting enough metal detectors and enough yeah. school. searches at school. We at a just, middle school. At a middle school. like Yeah, and that's that's one thing I want to hit on. In a middle school, I like to see the motives of all these sh- school shootings that have been happening because like, it really doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, it's just like it's the typical things, you know. Like I, I, I assume it's, it's what, what, you'd, what you'd guess, just like mm-hmm. either bullying, depression, like just there's there's a long list of like you know like alleged causes to why this could happen but i mean what what do you guys think like do you think that something should be done like to prevent this from happening more well i think something should be done with with gun laws in america in general but that's a question that no one wants to touch with a 50 foot mm-hmm. pole with a 50 po- foot pole so we can't deal with that but with a uh, young kids getting access to guns, I think that's a no-brainer. Like, I, I don't care if you work for the NRA or not. You, you should be, you should be like, someone in their right mind, you should not be allowing 15, 12-year-olds, really anyone under the age of 21 to get access to guns. And, I mean, there are laws uh, for people yeah, who, but for, like, who own guns I to, mm, yeah, like, but like, involving their yeah, children. Yeah, but any, any parent who has, like, children, like, how is he going to hide the guns, right? And that's a, that's. A common well, I mean, thing there's like you could you could like lock them up somewhere. Or no, something. but then if you lock them up somewhere, it kind of defeats the purpose mm-hmm. of having a gun for self protection. If someone right, because yeah, you know the big debate is that I mean, if someone breaks into my house in the middle of the night, oh, I, I want to be able myself, to use my yeah. defense for the gun. But if you're locking it up in a safe place, mm-hmm. and then there's no way you're going to be able to unlock the gun, yeah. get the gun, and that wh- whoever is you know breaking into your house, they would have gotten to you at that point. Yeah. So it's like, and that brings up the question: Is it even necessary to? have these guns for self-protection. I mean, personally, I don't think there's no need, there, there isn't a need for guns because if you if you store it correctly, and then it defeats, it cannot be, it cannot protect you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't store it correctly, it might protect you in a situation, but that means that we have young kids getting access to mm-hmm. guns and that's not what I want. The thing is though, like, so you're saying like storing it properly, um, if you were to store it properly, you would not it will not be, be effective anymore. Well, I mean, I, I think you could always come up with something. And the thing is like, we were talking about earlier how this town is heavily there there's uh there's a heavy presence of like gang violence and stuff like that so i mean it's 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 hard, it's tough to say for us because we live in a like nice safe neighborhood but you know like mm-hmm. we don't know what it's like over there like you might not feel safe at home well, without a without an arm the more know? people who have guns the less safe it is yeah, I mean, exactly and we're talking about semi-automatic weapons here obviously yeah, well, yeah right? even just a handgun like yeah. really i think any gun can be dangerous mm-hmm. and in areas where you know there's there's gang, um, there's a gang scene, you know, there's you know, gang vi- gun gun violence, and I think we should be focusing on upgrading the law enforcement so they Getting can deal with the it. Violence, so instead of yeah. instead of you know investing in metal detectors at schools to check if kids which have is, guns, yeah, which I crazy. think is, 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 I think that's crazy. I think we mm-hmm. should spend the money in making sure that we have okay, rather than having one um, law enforcement in, in a school, we should have three. We should have four so that we we'll make sure in a that school? yeah, like I mean, in our mm-hmm. school we have. One um, what's um, Miss, uh, Mrs. O'Connor, Miss O'Connor, and she do, I think she does a great job. But if it and we live in a completely safe place, but if if we were in a place where it was you know, those, those gang violence and yeah, where there it, were more mm-hmm. and parents stuff. are complaining about this from from this district, they're saying that the kids you know they're getting 
they, you know, they're, they're ruining their lives, you know, with gang-related stuff. So I think we should just put more law enforcement money, more money into law enforcement so we can make it safer for everyone. Mm-hmm. Now, I also got this question, you know, I was asking myself this uh, when I was reading this and doing some research. Do you think that um, this was, in, the child was influenced because, like, by the gang that, um, like, uh, the kid was, uh, like, surrounded by? Because, like, this is a, like, heavy, there is a heavy influence of, like, gang Yeah, well, we, we don't know so. that. That could be a possibility. We have, we, we mm-hmm. don't have any evidence. And obviously, when the investigation is being done, we're not really allowed to know so much. Mm-hmm. But it's obviously a possibility. You know, being around um, violence makes you, it mutes you. You, you get muted from that But that's an interesting stuff. point, though, because you, you mentioned uh, gang violence kind of being an influence. But we, what we see is there have been 280, 283 shootings since Sandy Hook. Yeah. And what we see is they're mostly in rural towns where, like, everyone knows each other. It's usually not in these, like, Yeah, where there's not really there's much room gangs. for gang uh, violence. Yeah, and so it's, I mean, maybe it's the gangs just keep it out of the school, but, like, I think the main problem is just, like, kids who are, like, who have bad influences or mental health and, yeah. like, bullying. But Do you see, think that schools should have, you know, more resources for kids and, like, just something, like, something more accessible I mean, for to keep kids. the kids off the streets. I, I think I yeah. think they should. And even, right, the the, the, the the reason why gangs are so, they're so hard to tackle is because gangs give, if, if you're someone who, you know, you, you have a rough time at home, like, you're not really, you're struggling as a young teen, gangs gangs offer you a sense of community, right? That, and, like, a way out. The, the way, they offer you a way mm. out. Like, you can be dealing stuff or you can be, you know, doing some small crime and you pay, and you get paid, and you get money, and you you kind of like you form a brotherhood. It's the wrong brother. It's the wrong kind of brotherhood to form, mm-hmm. but it kind of like it helps you out. It's a sense of community, and I think we, if we can create a sense of community by ourselves, then we can take away the fact we can take away the dependence on young teens depending on gangs to get the community out of it. Yeah, uh, I I understand what you're saying, and I I sort of agree, but I don't think that anyone really joins a gang thinking, oh, we're gonna be one big happy family, <laughs> you know. No, but they like, want they want brotherhood. They 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 people who who need people to like. Well, they they have nothing going. They for have them, nothing for them, right? Usually, yeah. I mean, I've watched a few documentaries actually, and the problem is that at home they usually have some some pro, some family issue wrong. they have yeah. something going wrong at school they're struggling mm-hmm. and they have nowhere to they have no one to look onto and they see a gang where these people you know they're doing bad stuff but they you know they're ride or dies they they yeah. really depend on each other mm-hmm. they put their lives on each other's arms and for someone who needs like for someone who needs someone to take care of them that's that's that I mean, but that's like, convincing. How do you kind of want to, like, curve that? Do you want, like, more of a sense of community in school? Yeah. Or, like, the more school support? Should, in, I mean, it's going to be expensive, obviously, but the school should make it, you know, like, you, if you, I mean, for example, in Belmont High, in order for you to play a sport, mm-hmm. uh, like, for I know, you need to pay a certain amount of money. In places like this, if you, by any chance, need to pay a amount of money to, pay, to play a sport, they should make it free so that kids can mm-hmm. be willing to join and get the sense of community in extracurricular activities, clubs, uh, sports, so that we don't we keep the kids off the streets. Well, many schools we actually see like they can't even afford these clubs, right? Yeah, so which is which is scary, and and it really makes mm-hmm. me understand how privileged I am to live in such a great town like yeah. Belmont. Really, we have access to just about anything you want, and like it kind of makes me feel bad that like kids, yeah. you know, kids are going through such 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 hard, such um such atrocious um such hard stuff. During it shows this time. where the government really has its priorities, you know. You yeah, go, it's up and to I mean, local. No governments. one in government wants to talk about guns, right? We're yeah. seeing this happen, like. This is something that could be avoidable, easily avoidable, but no one's willing to talk about them. And um, I'd like to bring something up that Paul was kind of uh, mentioning earlier. So we've already had 12 school shootings in 2018, right? And, like, 
Do you think that most Americans and just people have, have gone numb to this? Like, is it just like no. a normal thing now? No, I think saying that Americans have gone numb to it, I think that's, that's scary. You, sh- you have that mindset. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really scary. I think Americans haven't gone numb. I think, But it seems like people react like much less... Like uh, no. uh, people, people's reactions has nothing to do with what people are doing. People may not mm-hmm. be reacting intensely, but they're taking steps to 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 combat this. I know people who are you know fighting for this really hard. These people who are putting their time, their time and effort in this. And so, yes, I think we, we could. People are kind of not getting used to this because I don't think anyone ever gets used to the fact that sending your son or daughter to school. They, there could be a shooting. No, no one, no one, yeah. no one gets used no to that idea. No one to get used to that. But I think people are just understanding that. Wow, this is a reality now. People are yeah. really grasping it. Okay, this is a reality. This could happen anywhere, and people are just. So, but if you're thinking that, like, it is kind of like unfortunate, like not numb well, to it, but it's kind of something you're I think somewhat expecting. More understanding. People are understanding of they're they they're being open minded. Mm-hmm. They're not just saying, "Oh, send our daughters and our sons to school and they're going to be safe." They well, understand that there is some risk in that. Yeah, well, whenever there is a trend in something, people will get used to it. If they see it happen multiple times, they will Unfortunately, yeah, become in a sense like numb to it, I guess. Yeah. But like I still don't think people think it's okay, right? It's it's not normalized in society that people shoot up schools. It's just people know it happens, you know. Yeah, but yeah, these I don't think even the people in the NRA I don't like them at, at all. But I think they a small part of them, the ones that do have souls, think they do believe that kids should not be getting guns. I mm. think, but you yeah, know, yeah. that's the NRA for you. No, but it 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 really saddens me. Mm-hmm. I, if it was an accident, as of what I know right now, it's an accident. But we never know. And um, and we've seen it, twelve in twenty eighteen. I'd like yeah. to meet the principal of this school who 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 worries about you know. Upgrading the um, the metal detectors, and rather than not uh, enforcing a law where you know kids are not going to be able to get guns to school, that's, that's well. I mean, no, that's that's not really it's not the principal's job. No, but like to enforce I, that. I, I, I mean, he's just doing what he I, can. I don't know why their worry is about getting enough mm-hmm. resources to have searches in their well, school rather than just getting rid of them. Well, g- let's make it clear: LA County is the one enforcing these laws. It's not the principal. So. I agree with you on that point that maybe LA... have, they, they do have a certain amount of power. What do you mean? The, the principal can't ban guns for kids. He can ban them in the school. And I think yeah, I'm sure the they're school. banned in I school. I mean, yeah, they most definitely are banned at the school. There's no way that... There's nothing he can do, like, locally, you know, mm-hmm. outside and of the school. that's scary. The fact that there's nothing we can do about people mm-hmm. getting access to guns. Well, teens getting access to guns. That's really scary. Mm-hmm. That scares me a little bit. Yeah. The fact that that's just well, something we've accepted. Mm-hmm. That There's nothing we can do about that. No, but hopefully this trend of, you know, school shootings, I hope they go down. And not just school mm-hmm. shootings, just in general gun violence. Yeah. Hopefully 28, I mean, we have not had a good start yeah. to 2018. Hopefully we can change that. And um, Yeah, it's quite interesting. I don't really see a trend. I don't see a reason why this would start increasing today. I mean, well, I mean, it has I mean, been, that's what, that's has what been people a more, said. That's more what people said after thing. Sandy Hook, right? Sandy mm-hmm. Hook was like, oh, it happened. It was an accident. People never thought that it was gonna like yeah 283 right so, i mean there, there was a school shooting the day before this know. one yeah. yeah there was a school shooting the day before this yeah, one no, somewhere else kind of what i mean is like in texas i'm trying to think like what could be causing these shootings and like i guess gun laws well, but they haven't changed so what's changing? i mean no it's not gun laws that are causing the shootings. i mean it's, it, the, I if they get their hands on guns that's no it doesn't cause the shootings it's just no one like can, it, no one can it, shoot it up a school them. with a knife 
Like, you can't... It's exactly. so much more difficult. It's, it, it comes down to the gun laws. I think it comes down to one thing is the gun laws. I think it's the fact that the NRA fights so hard mm-hmm. to keep their beloved guns, and, and that's why we're losing so many lives. And no one wants mm-hmm. to talk about it. It's, it's never the right time to talk about guns, you know? To mm-hmm. some people. It's some, you know, some people who are, have a lot of power in government, for them, it's never the right time. We should never talk about it. And yeah, look after what's the Las Vegas shooting, I mean, was, everyone was like, oh, well, you can't talk about it now. That's like disrespectful to the families and like then when should we talk about it we can't talk about it now because i mean this could be disrespectful to people that you know like it it just makes it so hard to move forward and to make laws that protect Mm -hmm. the american people that's yeah uh, that's it's it's very interesting to see how that plays out so our next topic um very very scary topic is uh, we have a 250% rise in white supremacy propaganda in college campuses so more than doubled than when it was before which mm-hmm. is crazy 250% that means it's three times more and a half yeah. that's yeah. that's insane and, a half and, a half. and yeah. I, I think it's getting normalized i guess people who've had the, no, i don't I think don't think, it's I don't think the opinions are changing i think it's getting normalized there was a video of a girl in um alabama state oh yeah i saw that video that was, she was saying some harsh words yeah that was shocked. disgusting that, that was, was disgusting but wow that's but, but the thing is like it shows wow. you that like luckily it's not normalized because she was expelled from no, her school no but still the fact that someone can just say that but actually, she did think it was normalized because she was saying, you she know, saying, I oh, don't care. Uh, like, I, like I'm in, I, I'm in school now, or something, or, or like, yeah. I, like, anyways, I'm, I'm here now. I am where I am now, and there's nothing you can do about mm-hmm. it. She was sense. going, f- like, wow. She's like, I'm in the south. Like, no one cares. Like, no one cares. What? <laughs> like, like I. I mean, you could say that it's not normalized, but someone's I mean, speaking yeah, she, like she that. She thinks that, mm. and that means that's that must mean that other people think that. That's like, ridiculous. I think. I mean, we're seeing, I don't think anyone's opinions have changed in the past year, right? But what we're seeing is, I, you think that the, no, I don't think the opinions have changed. I think, I think they changed. feel more open to expressing So I think the opinions, opinions have changed. Their like, I guess that, I'm going to give it that, that, that is a fair point. Their the opinions have not changed, but they're more willing to express. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. that, and that's a bad trend because if it gets normalized in society, then the opinions start to no, change. No, but I think I expected this. I personally expected this with the, um, with the not only with the new administration, but with the 2016 campaign, the mm-hmm. whole election cycle. I mean, we saw like mm-hmm. we saw the one of the candidates who did not deny an association with David Duke, mm-hmm. who's the leader, who's the leader of the um, the KKK. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if the the candidate, one who's someone who's you know uh, almost a favorite to be the president, if he t- cannot disassociate himself with David Duke, who's the head of the Klan, then that's really bad. That's, yeah, and I guess that's, that's what, really bad. That's, that's what motiv- That's what like motivated a lot the, of yeah, these people. people are getting right? like, oh, it's not mm. just me. I'm not the one that thinks that, um, yeah. b- the white race is superior to the black race. Oh, you also think that. Yeah. Oh, you and you also think that. And especially like, if it's, it's someone big, you know. Well, oh, there's no defense okay, that, but like, let's be clear. He later on. I mean, I think it was a half. Half apology, but he, he later on well, I don't he did think condemn him later, but that was just for later notes. on. That's, yeah, I, I, I feel I, like that situation we, we is not a later clear. on. It's not. Yeah, a, it's, it's, it's something where you hear it, and no doubt it should be said. Yeah, right? I, actually, I think the the later on apology that makes it worse. The fact that you cannot like it's. I mean, it's 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 the leader of the mm-hmm. KKK. It's disingenuous. Yeah. This is like like no no way, and probably he didn't even do that because he wanted to. He did that because he was told. Oh wait, you probably should not be putting You're yourself in that. I mean, no, but this scares me as an, especially as an African American going to like college, mm-hmm. like right, like. I no, mean, that is scary. The majority of the the not the big schools, you know, all the mm-hmm. fun schools that are in the mm-hmm. south, or, like right, like that's scary. Yeah. Um, Alabama State, that's off my list, obviously. So, <laughs> it's bad luck to me. Yeah. But yeah. that's like, I mean, how do we combat that? 
And I don't know how, how we're gonna deal with that. We, we need to show. It's, that's a tough situation. We need. I think marches actually they do show like that the popular opinion is still there. And I mean, this is really bad. So they are attacking Jews, blacks, Muslims. Really, if you're not white. Mm-hmm. You're not safe. Yeah. The LGBT community is taking a battering from this. Mm-hmm. So and right, we um recently on the news about a month ago, there was a there was a chat there was a there was a boy, a 19 year old who went to um I think it was UPenn from mm-hmm. California, and he was Jewish. His friend took him out to a park and stabbed him 19 times to death. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That 19 but, times to death. But there's no way that he was Jewish, and mm-hmm. I mean, there is strong. I mean, the 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 the, the boy who did stab him had, like, on his, like, social media and his stuff, he had, like, the uh, Confederate flag. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine that that was targeted to, f- to, to mm-hmm. an extent. Yeah, of course, but there's no way in my mind that, like, like it's crazy for me to think that all of this has been, you know, all this confidence and, you know, like, new new hatred has been fueled by oh, no. the, the new... Uh, uh, let's be clear. There's been the new hate crimes forever. Yeah, I, mean, I know. In America, they've been there, forever. But they have been reawakened. But we're been... seeing a trend now. And, I mean, it's not a good trend we want to see. The, 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 I mean, w- we've seen this, like, across mm-hmm. the country. We s- in Charlottesville, what happened? Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the president came out and said both people on both yeah. sides were fine people. The march... One side were people marching, the other side were white supremacists. Mm-hmm. And you put them on the same level? Yeah, yeah. That was a, that mm-hmm. was a big mistake, the, in my opinion. These, I think you I should mean, not have done that. There's no way you can, you can even, mean, like... You heard the chants at the march, right? They were, they were chanting stuff like, Jews will not replace us. Like, yeah, it's, that's it's terrible. Crazy. And, and I, oh. it's crazy to think that he would, sh- he would show, like, he, like, even if someone did something wrong, like it's crazy that he would show them on like the same level. You know? that, mm. White supremacists on the same level as activists. It's insane, right? That's 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 very that's insane. It, it shouldn't it should never be a comparison. Mm-hmm. But to go back to colleges, it's just I guess if you know the administration needs to really crack down on it. But mm-hmm. the thing is though, like debate, d- people have been debating about this, like whether something should be done about this or whether it would you know take away your right to free speech. No, I think. If you're saying white supremacists tend to say extremely, extremely offensive stuff, and it's not just offensive as you said something, oh, you mm. said that, that, that offended me. They use the N-word. They will do the Nazi salute. They will say, like, they'll say stuff. Not even that, but they also say things like, we need to get rid of, like, exactly. a certain group of people. A certain group of people. Like, Jews will not replace us. That's not free speech. Yeah. Uh, that's not, that's hate speech. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's clearly hate speech. And I think if like if you're a student attending a certain university or college, I think it should be under like the rules. Like, no, you know, you, like that should be you should, you should be getting expelled Obviously, from yeah. the school. You yeah. should not. You should and, not I mean, that. thankfully we have seen that you know. In, in that and we saw this. I think Alabama. it was uh, either a year or two years ago. Harvard, mm-hmm. the, I think was I think it was last year. The class of um one of their classes, they had a group chat, and they were saying some offensive stuff. And Harvard, they kicked them out. Yeah, it was, so, it was an which is good to see. I mean, it's good. It's good that something's being done about people. Who who just doing terrible things? Well, actually, to go off that Harvard thing, only a few members of that group chat got yeah, only got a exposed, few, but, but it was still, the the, the worst of the worst, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw this um in Wheaton College, right mm-hmm. right down um in Norton, Mass. Uh, it's small small private mm-hmm. small private school. There was a girl who wore blackface on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know whether she didn't know or she just was misunderstood. There's, there's no way you don't I, know. I, I, I feel like there's no way you don't yeah, know. Yeah, that brings up the other argument, though. And like, she and was kicked off the soccer team. The mm. soccer team was kicked off the playoffs. She was kicked out of the school. I almost feel bad for her. 
only because I feel, I feel bad for her if for, for not knowing. For not knowing. I feel bad for her for not knowing. But, like, I don't get how you don't know. Every year. How are you not taught that? Like, every October 31st, there's a story where a celebrity yeah. did it or... You know, there's there's always anyone, there's always anyone, someone right? who does it, and it always shows up on the news. Like, I don't know. This is one thing. Halloween, you can wear whatever you want, but blackface probably should not it's do. It's quite it, interesting right? though, because I mean, it's because of the American movement of slavery that this is such a big problem. Like yeah. in in Europe, a French soccer player called like he's quite a good player. He actually did blackface, and he dressed up as like a I think a globetrotter, and I don't think he's had any pushback in 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 France. And that, that's. That brings me to another point. This is not just in America. Like the mm-hmm. the, the whole this is not right. This is this topic specifically is about you know the mm-hmm. the rise in white supremacy in um in colleges. In States, but yeah. it it kind of transfer it transforms to white supremacy in the United States in general and even in Europe. We're, we're seeing these alt right groups rise up. Mm-hmm. We're really seeing them. You know, they they're saying Muslims are taking over. Mm-hmm. And it's I would love to go into would love to go into topic into more detail with that. But it's really, the world is becoming a very scary place. It yeah. seems like being a white supremacist is not, it's, it's, not, it's not as bad as people thought before. But if there, is, if there is like this new trend in Europe as well, where is that coming from? I mean, it's coming from the president that we have currently. With the stuff that he says, um, referring to I countries. Know, as no, Europe, I, th- Europe, I, th- Europe, I think I that's think unfair to say. That's a separate situation. I mean, they, there's a candidate running in the, in the Netherlands. He's literally called the second Donald Trump. He's called yeah. that because he has the same. I, I say whatever I want. No, but I don't care. What you're you always going to compare like candidates to the to worst example, and at, the, at this point in time, Trump is. But like what you see in Europe is actually there's an influx of immigrants from uh, uh, from it, these I mean, countries. It doesn't warrant. And whenever there are immigrants coming from other countries, you always see this. Like in America, we used to hate the Irish or hate the Germans who came in. And you used to demonize them because anytime there's new immigrants, people don't like change. It's crazy so, that that still happens, though. I mean, yeah, that's just a show age. that like human nature is also a big factor, and they want to sectionalize, they want to divide it. Nationalism. They wanna... No, but I, I hope I hope we can really find a way to deal with this. Mm-hmm. This this it's just pure hate, and we're going off to college in two years, and yeah. you know, hopefully, that's really scary for mm-hmm. if you whatever race, whatever creed you are. Going off to a place where people can, and this is not all colleges, obviously, if going off to a place where people can possibly express their hate just mm-hmm. without really any repercussion mm-hmm. is very scary. And yeah. hopefully we can, we can, we can find, find a way to deal with this and just work, mm-hmm. work around this. Yeah. So it's not good for anyone. So our next topic today is uh, why are so many members of Congress quitting? This is, we all want to know the, the answer to this. Why are they quitting? It seems like such a good job. You know, you go down, yeah. you go to Washington and sit there like every single day and just do nothing. It sounds it sounds like a dream job, really. Do nothing. That's exactly <laughs> it, though. Because They're going there and doing nothing. <laughs> They're getting because, nothing done. Because both sides are scared that the other side will take the majority, right? Yeah. Democrats are scared that Republicans will take the majority, and it, and it works the other way around. Mm-hmm. And so I think these people are just, you know, resigning and are calling early retirement because they're like, oh, if if the other if the other side has uh, the majority, then there's no uh, point in uh, doing my job. Hands, I mean, at the moment right now we have 38 House Republicans and 17 Democrats announcing early mm-hmm. retirement, which is a very high That's number. That's a very high people. number. So the very very high number. Like, how are we going to do? How are we going to deal mm-hmm. with this? I don't know how we're going to deal with this, but this is what we see. And it's like whenever there's a certain president in office of a certain party, the rest the 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 people in Congress of the opposing party. Their job is just to slow things down and make things not work. And that's yeah. what we're seeing. And so basically their job is like 
to make things not work. Well, but if, if so, if if no, if they're not doing it, who is? That, that's the thing. Like, well, it's not just the um the party that's stopping that's that's stopping them from um from doing stuff. We have conflict of interest lobbying, mm-hmm. right? People are all these big companies are telling them, okay, you pass this law and we'll give you this much money. It's not bribing. I don't know how. Well, the money, but yeah, it's for campaigning. It's, it's yeah. for campaigning. campaigning. It's campaigning. But right, lobbying is it's, it's taking over. Like mm-hmm. it's it's. I mean, basically, politics is becoming the rich man's game, and mm-hmm. that's not good. Like you, you. Well, as it's not a really the rich man's game. It's just like how how you can. You're not using your personal money. You're just using like money you, no, you get the from the rich man's game. No. What he means is like. Just like politicians. Politicians. if I have money yeah, and I, I want oh, a law yeah. to be passed, I understand what you I mean. I can like, say, you know what? I'm going to donate a hundred million to you. Actually, yeah. campaign. Wh- whoever has the most money. Yeah, One thing I I'm going to say about that is actually we're seeing good steps here. It's it's muddled, but we're seeing good steps with like Bernie Sanders's campaign. I don't I don't necessarily agree with all his points, but he was able to crowdfund and get his campaign to. He was able to run off zero money from corporate. His interest. presidential campaign. Yeah, yeah. his presidential mm-hmm. campaign zero zero interest. I mean that's. No, but also another big fear, the reason why this the people in Congress don't want to stay in Congress is because uh, the big thing is that, right, you, you get elected mm-hmm. and you would think, oh, I'm finally elected. And I can do what I want. I can do what I want. I can, I can mm-hmm. actually help the people, the people that I'm supposed to be representing. Oh, but it's not done there. You have to start raising money for your next campaign. Well, I mean, so, no, that, that, I mean, that's they know that, and that's no, like expected. That's, that's mm-hmm. I mean, they spend like it a lot of time job. receiving calls and mm-hmm. getting these people, rich people, to fund them. And so they're spending majority of the time raising money for their next campaign rather than spending majority of the time actually helping the people that voted for them. Yeah, I was actually reading an article recently, and it was actually saying, like, it was a politician. He was saying, like, when I'm elected, I have to take these calls. I have to talk to these a people who want to donate. A certain amount of calls. They have to take a certain amount of calls because they're not only fundraising for themselves. They're fundraising for their whole party, mm-hmm. for the rest of the members of their party to also get elected because it's a team partnership, right? But if we could just... End that system, which it's very difficult because I mean the what, people what passing the yeah. laws to end that system mm. get money from corporate. Well, you never be able to pass that yeah. that law. But why do you see a problem in that? But the problem is you're laws spending all your passed. time fundraising, and also the people who are paying you now you owe them Influence something. You. you you owe exactly. them something. Yeah. You you first of all you owe them something. You're spending a lot of time not doing what you were elected mm-hmm. to do. You were elected to represent the people of what whatever state whatever whatever you were supposed to be doing. You're not doing that. Mm-hmm. I and mean, unfortunately, they have to raise money some somehow. So, but they don't have to. Well, they, I mean, they how, how are they going to run a campaign otherwise? It shouldn't be about the, running a campaign. Like, I mean, you can see this. Um, I, I was actually watching um the Daily Show, and I saw in England, it's people are just running. Like, you mm-hmm. could have someone uh, being a, a campaign advisor's second job. Yeah. It's, it's it's not really focused about raising money. It's focused about the policy, and I think that what that's what should be the deal in and, a, here and in the United States. And you see televised deba- debates. That's how you get your word out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can do that, like no, but you need money. Like no, you don't need money. You need policy. To advertise yourself and, and to, to to get your name out. In this yeah. world, I mean, you need, you always need to use social media and all these things. So money is necessary, but you can also use crowdfunding. You can use like grassroots yeah. campaigns. They're tough, but if we made everyone do it, everyone's on a common ground, right? Yeah, I guess. Fair point. And even the, right, we had uh, uh, Donald Trump, our current president, when he was running for, um, for, for, the, for, for presidency, he kept on saying, oh, I'm self-funded, I'm self-funded. 
But that actually was not really the case. Mm -hmm. He took a loan from himself and then he used the money that he got from the people to pay himself back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so there, it's there a was loophole. A, there was a donate button on his website. Yeah, oh, so, so I'm, I'm he I mean, sent but emails he said asking for money. Times. He mm -hmm. said multiple times, oh, I'm, I don't get money from no one. I'm not controlled by anyone. But that's not true. That's yeah. not true. Yeah. Well, in so the it's end, just lies, lies, lies. The oh. one good thing about that was there still weren't any big companies besides his that were influenced in the election. I mean... <laughs> but then we also saw some other countries that could have been influencing, so... Everyone's influencing the election negated. these days. <laughs> no, but... Uh, well, I guess... No, I'm not going to be a congressman anymore. I was, that, was, that was my dream job. I just yeah. can't, can't do it anymore. I mean... Because I'm going to have to spend, like, half the time not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You have some time. Let's hope the system changes. Hopefully the system changes. Let's be optimistic. I would, I, would, I, would, I would like the system to change. But that's that's really bad. It, mm. it, it slows down the whole you know law mm. process. If you want to put a new act, if you want to put a new law in place, if you want to actually change something for the people, it makes it so much harder because mm. you have to keep in mind. Oh wait, but I have to raise this much money by this time because my party needs me. And, mm. and oh. there's also the factor of if your party has the majority or the minority. Yeah, that's. So. I mean, like you might just throw it. Like you know yeah. what. I'm done. Throw the game. Because Some, sometimes it could just be, like, pointless. There might be, like, no use in trying. No, but it's yeah. never pointless. Even if mm. your party does not have the majority, you are elected to make laws that benefit No, I mean, they should people. still try, but, mm -hmm. like, I feel like, like they get so discouraged. But when we're know. talking well, about, That's like, not a reason. Uh, you might be getting discouraged, but that's not a valid reason. Yeah, no, reason. I don't think that's a reason. Mm -hmm. uh, when we're that. talking about parties, I think parties, they're too polarized. Like, if you want to be a Democrat, you have to vote on all the Democratic yeah, bills. Yeah, unfortunately, else, it's like that. I mean, the Democrats are going to want to replace you, right? But, like... I feel like the best system would be like where everyone's an individual and votes on what they believe. And like obviously that's outlandish and it's hard to do, but like I, I don't see that. I feel happening like we could ever. see we could see people just making their own opinions. Like we see senators who are independents, but there's always very few of them. No, but I mean being being an independent, like they end up getting like they end up getting screwed over. Right, because if you're not on one side and you're not the other side, oh, then you don't matter. Yeah, and, and it's just the country the is always polarized. The two-party system isn't working. The no, two-party I mean, system like, isn't working. It, let's say you, you were talking about independence as well. Like it, the country is polarized as well. There's like there's a like like a clear line, mm -hmm. uh, re Republicans and Democrats, and like this, it's the same thing. Like why why would I vote for an independent? I'm just gonna vote for because the independent usually doesn't have to abide by. No, I'm uh, saying like that. Like that's what yeah, that's what people think. yeah. But I yeah. most of the time like. The independent might make some sense if you're in the middle. If you're someone who's mm -hmm. not sure on what side to fall for, rather than choosing either side, the independent might say some stuff that you might agree yeah. with, and you should give it a shot, right? We're not old enough to vote, obviously, but when I do get old enough, I'm, even though I know where I lean right now, I would, if there's an independent person, I, I would consider them. Or I think right now yeah, no one's course. considering them. Independents can be in the middle, but they can also be like, the very extreme. Oh, yeah, also. Yeah. you got to keep that in mind. And, I mean, the idea of voting for an extreme is if you really want to change, you'll well, vote Well, no, usually, usually if, you're, if you're an extreme, if you're running uh, with extreme extreme ideologies, you're probably not going to call yeah, yourself an independent. No. I mean, yeah, you we saw Bernie Sanders. He's a se senator at the moment, and he's an independent, right? He's, he's He ran as a Democrat for the presidential election. Yeah, so election. he ran as a Democrat. But in, in his... Um, in Vermont, he's an independent. Yeah, so you could right run. Election. You could take advantage of mm -hmm. the two systems, but that's. I mean, that's that's not fun for anyone. No laws, no laws. Just yeah. just getting money and mm -hmm. oh, that, that that's scary. We, we can't we can't deal with that. Like I mean, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of democracy, really. Like, th doesn't yeah. matter. Do you feel and like that's that been happening that? for? I mean, yeah. American history as a whole. It's. In, I mean, it's saying at this rate uh, by twenty by twenty nineteen, we might have. Uh, about seventy to eighty new um, people in Congress, which new would be members of Congress. Interesting to see, but uh, 
It would be kind of scary. Well, we as like well. new change, especially in the Democratic Party. We're seeing a lot of old faces. And, I mean, uh, a lot of people aren't really energized by these. But I like the old faces, faces in, the, in the Democratic Party. They they make a lot of sense. There's also to like me. wisdom, so, you know, yeah. and experience. Yeah, I mean, it's always sometimes change. Um, it's never it's not too good. Like we mm-hmm. we got some change uh, with the new president. I don't like that change. <laughs> it's, it's that change. Like, oh, we got change, but um, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe maybe we weren't ready for change yet. Yeah. No, but hopefully this can change. Like really, if I mean, if you're getting elected to make laws and to pass laws, please then do, do that. that. Yeah, then do that. Don't be. Uh, do do your job. Don't take people's money and don't get people's votes if you're not if you're not capable of doing what you're, what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's too much. That's but, uh, that's a lot to ask for, though. Doing your job. I don't no, no, think like, that's a lot. Doing your job like, should I know, not be no, too much like, to ask. Like it shouldn't be, but in our case, it is. Like in this case, it is. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, you know, if I had to go to my teacher every time I told her, "Please do your job. Please do your job. Please <laughs> yeah. do your job. Teach yeah. me. Teach me." I don't think she would be on the job for so long. <laughs> I, I really don't think she'd keep that job. And mm-hmm. if a congressman or a congresswoman, you're being asked, "Please do your job." <laughs> You shouldn't keep that job. I think it might be the right yeah. time for you. <laughs> Maybe you should retire. Maybe yeah. you should. But uh, do, how do you see this going to play out? Do you, how, how soon do you think well, we're going to have some change here? I see a lot of pushes, but they're, they're marginalized because the people who are making the laws are getting money <laughs> to keep themselves from not stopping from getting money. Like, yeah. it, it's, uh, it's... It's a cycle of getting money. Yeah, it's the money talk. So um, I, don't, I don't see it changing anytime <laughs> soon unless, like... Like, Unless we see this new wave of like if we see new the Supreme people, Court maybe. case, no, I don't even people. know if the Supreme Court would be in charge of anything like similar, or even if they have the power to do. Oh no, because there's nothing things. unconstitutional. There's nothing happening. unconstitutional. It's a loophole. Yeah, it's a loophole. Well, Just I mean, like I think I think, like, I think we're portraying it pretty extreme if here. If the Supreme Court portray, like in a sense, it, it could be called as lobbying as the same thing as corruption. Maybe I mean, uh, no, that could be a way. But I, I I don't think it is the same. I I, th- it, I think it is. You're putting the. You're putting money over people's, you know, mm-hmm. the special interests. The special interests are getting their, getting their way. Like, you yeah. know, if, if, if this is notorious for pharmaceuticals. This is why we always have, like, oh, have you used this drug? We're mm-hmm. recalling it, and you, you, could be, you could be able to file a lawsuit. This is what happens. A big pharmaceutical will say, oh, we have this much money. Uh, we have $100 million, We have, you know, $150 million. I'm going to put this to your campaign mm-hmm. and uh, just push this forward. Push this law forward. Then yeah. they do that, and then they get in business, <laughs> and everyone wins. Except the people, mm-hmm. right? They don't get what they want. They end up getting a bad product usually or a bad result, a bad mm-hmm. law that affects them. And guess what? You get to live with that. That's what you get for electing me. <laughs> that's what you get. You don't get a voice. You get, uh, you get to give me money and, and that's all that matters really. No, I still don't think it's all commercial to be honest. It's definitely not. It's, you guys oh, are saying it like... There's no doubt that there are, there are genuine candidates, but... If you're the number of genuine candidates does not compare dollars to, to run. It's, it's, it's just well, tough. Basically, the whole the, 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 this is the life cycle of, mm-hmm. of a congressman. Um, raise money, get elected. Raise money, get elected. Raise money, get elected. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And you can't see a candidate the same way. Like I look at like <laughs> sometimes I look at the numbers of how much money they've gotten from who, and like you just see them differently. Like because I mean they're, they're I mean me, their pockets are lined with cash. Yeah. <laughs> while their people are suffering. And I, I'm not saying no, they don't. Suffering is also no, they're suffering. No. They're, no. I'm not saying they won't suffering. pass good legislature. No, but, but they won't. Money will always speak over anything, right? Money will always speak over any, everything. Whatever you do, if you have money, you you, you get your way. Mm. And there's no way you can say that the the um the the money gets its way and people get their way. Well, I mean, it's, it's not never like, like it's that. not like these people are taking the money from their sponsors and just like 
throwing it right in their pocket. Like, well, they're not, but they're getting their money for, for their sponsors to fund their campaign, and their sponsors literally decide what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But let's they, be, let's they be have absolute this is actually power. an idea. Every, if everyone's getting money from lobbyists, mm-hmm. then the person who passes the best laws, right, who's still getting money from lobbyists, will be the one who gets elected. Wait, what? Repeat that, please? If everyone's getting money from lobbyists, mm-hmm. the person who's doing best and passing the laws that help the people the most will get elected the next time because they, they both have money. Well, not everyone's getting money from lobbyists and not everyone's getting equal amount of money from lobbyists. And maybe, people don't, m- maybe people don't necessarily agree with what he's and passing. And it depends with, uh, with different what do you mean sectors. By that? No, just like people don't agree with this, what he's trying to do. I mean, if something... It's helping the people in general. <laughs> no, I mean, people would agree. in if most, it's helping in most the cases, lobbyists, it usually does not that's help a good the point. people. <laughs> no, and in most cases, we don't we've never we don't see like anything that that everyone agrees on. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, a, that's a great point. Yeah, so. but hopefully uh, we can we can fix this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congress. That, that's interesting. That's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking 2030 when we fix that. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe 2040. I mean, hun- it's been happening for hundreds of happening years. Hun- yeah. Maybe 100 more. You know. Basically, just drop all the expectation. Yeah. It, it, it's Congress. They don't. They're not going to change anything. But uh, I think they we can control everything. Up, they control everything, but they're not going to change anything. So we'll just wait. The money talks. Not sure about that. The money talks, Paul. You got to get rich so you can fix the system <laughs> no but I think that, that that's been it for a yeah, show right? that wraps things up yeah, thank you for joining us uh, you can check us out mm-hmm. on our website Humble Podcast www.humblepodcasts.com where we have a lineup of our shows and we're available on iTunes uh, and, and that's about it yeah. and Spreaker Spreaker, and Spreaker <laughs> obviously Spreaker um, yeah, I think, thank you for joining us yeah.